into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah! <laughs> and we're back, people. We are back. I I cannot resist using this song after a two-month break. Yes. It's been t- way too long. Hello, Blindspot fans, and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Blindspot After Show. We're finally back! Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes, we, we are. <laughs> we are looking at episode 11, Cease Forcing Enemy, which anagrams to In Case of Emergency which is something you should always have programmed into your phone, believe it or not. <laughs> and with me, of course, is the wonderful Stephanie Garrett. Hey, guys. I am at StephanieG3360 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We're going to have the live chat pulled up in just a moment, and we are checking the hashtag ABTV blind spot. Yeah. And I have to say uh, thank you to Shaft Almazi who wrote, you know when someone appears on screen and you realize they're evil in 0.01 seconds. Yeah. Sigh. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's really not hard to peg the older white dude as evil in this show. They're just like, we need a new actor who's either going to be hilarious or evil. Yeah. You. (laughs) Right. I agree. And that's so, so, you know, let's let's talk about that. Let's okay. start off with that. We have Chief Inspector Jonas Fisher, Ugh, who a... has come to investigate David's death. Mm-hmm. He's from the Office of Professional Responsibility, <sighs> which that sounds made up, but okay. Right. It just, it really, I'm sure it actually exists, but it sounds like they had to have something official sounding. So mm-hmm. here it is. Yeah. And he's so passive aggressive, isn't he? Oh my god! He reeks me. of passive aggressiveness. At least Tom was just straightforward and like, you know. See, it's I, I keep falling back on my D and D alignments, and he seems like he wants to be lawful good. Whether mm. or not the good thing holds up, he is definitely. A little too entrenched in the lawful spectrum. I'm seeing Philip Baker in chat saying Tom (laughs) 2.0. Yeah. I don't think he's nearly that bad. Oh, I think he's worse. Tom was true neutral, Mm -hmm. leaning on neutral evil. But he is he's lawful something or other. He's, he's very different. Yeah, he's got a serial killer vibe to me, almost. Like, you got 12 bodies in the basement kind of dude. <laughs> See, I don't think he's ever going to go into full-on capture and torture to get answered. Like, I, I don't think he's going to have Tom's M.O., not even yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. But he is going to take the laws and the rules and whatnot and mm-hmm. use them to his advantage. Oh, Follow yeah. them to the rule because he seems to be very much a rules lawyer type mm-hmm. of person. But he is going to very much do the letter of the law rather than the spirit. And yeah. that, I'm waiting for that to cause issues. Oh, yeah. Because he 
um, Mayfair calls him out. Yeah. Which I thought was very smart in her telling him, you want to be director. You're trying mm-hmm. really hard for internal campaigning. And if you can disgrace and fire me, then, hey, it looks better for you. And I'm the last obstacle in your way. Yeah. So... Even if he's Dexter re- mode. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Philip. I just I think. Like but a- so even if he's extremely lawful and extremely rules oriented, that does not necessarily make him a good person. So yeah. we are, we're going to have a very different version. Yeah, and he, the fact that he's picking on poor little Mayfair—it's like kicking a kitten. Oh, Patterson. Right. Oh, I mean, pa- Matt Patterson. I'm yeah. sorry. Excuse me. I'm getting my. my it's been a while, people. It's been a while. Mayfair's yeah, like kicking a puma. She'll take your foot off. Oh yeah. Just yeah. like don't don't kicking touch. her is like don't kicking touch. a tiger. But yeah, poor little Patterson. Bless her soul. She was just. Ah, you know, I felt so bad for her. Well, and throwing us right back into us after such a long hiatus, and I mm-hmm. honestly don't know why we had such a long gap. Yeah, that was super weird yeah it's weird but throwing us back in as the audience and saying no his death is still very recent she's still not taking time she's throwing herself into her work mm-hmm. as a coping mechanism and it's still not okay but yeah yeah so he sits her down to question her about it because lo and behold she took highly classified files out of the office and you are a uh, yeah. You aren't supposed to do that. No it's a no no like she was wrong in that regard and yeah. it 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 did get David killed. I mean, again, this is what sucks about it. Fisher's not wrong That's in true. the bare bones. You broke the law. This is a thing. Like, I'm here to investigate it. But the attitude yeah. is everything. Well, I think he's going after her for a specific reason that hasn't been revealed to us yet. And oh, it has yeah. to do with Mayfair. Mayfair. So Yeah, if it's to get Mayfair out of the mm-hmm. way, then yeah, that definitely makes sense. Especially if he knows that Mayfair will stand up for her people, as she did. Yeah. She tried to cover for Patterson, and that obviously is not a thing that worked out very well because he caught them out and not lie. Because yeah. Patterson is just, you know, tiny and adorable and a yeah, total badass. Is. But tiny and adorable and very, very honest. Yeah. 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 So... You well, just feel bad for her. I know. I want to hug her. I want to just slap him in the face and push him out of the room and just go give her a hug. <laughs> yeah, he's the kind of guy you want to hit with a chair. Right. <laughs> really <just> hard. <laughs> for more reasons than one. And you still can't go, man, he's awful. He did terrible things. It's like, it's still his job. He found one of those jobs where following his job to the letter and following the rules and the law to the letter still allows him to be an awful human being Mm -hmm. and to have power over other people, which I assume is what he wants. Oh, yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who got bullied in elementary school and never really got over it. Yeah, and I think he's going to be around for, around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so I, we, I, we've seen a lot of uh, Jonas. Is, I, it, is yeah. it Jonas? Jonas. Yes. Jonas Fisher. I think if he goes <sighs> down, it's not going to be in a bloody Tom sort of way. It's, yeah. it's going to be a very different method, and he may last until season two, because we do have a confirmed right. season two, yeah. which is awesome. Right. Well, let's cover Oscar who's uh, all over tree this episode. Guy. Tree lover. Tree guy. Is that what I call him? Tree lover. <laughs> tree lover. He didn't have a name at first, remember? Now we know it's no, he Oscar. he didn't, and now it's Oscar. Right. Which is really great because this came around the day after the Academy Awards. Yeah. I just I just find that really funny. Yeah. Yeah. We got an Oscar. Literally. Um, <laughs> That's the so, only one I'm getting. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Stop it. <laughs> well, Leo got one, so yeah, everyone's Leo did happy. Get one. I like Leo. That's true. <laughs> so he, we pick up 
immediately where we left off with him showing Jane videos of herself saying, mm -hmm. this is according to plan, this is Oscar, he'll answer your questions. And Oscar pretty much giving her the runaround saying, we have to follow the plan, you know, don't do anything stupid, we need to do this. Oh, and they don't actually trust you, that's why they mm -hmm. have a security detail on you. You're still a prisoner for that. And I just, I don't know. I think he's playing her. I, you know, I don't think we know enough yet to know that because mm. we still have a pinhole view yeah. into this world. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have enough information for that. And we may get more. We have Oscar's confirmation yeah. that she is Taylor Shaw. Yes, but finally. That's Oscar's confirmation. That's Oscar's. Right. I was like, well, that's just Oscar's opinion. <laughs> and we honestly don't know if we can trust him. Right. He's got the video. Mm -hmm. And the video does introduce him. And she does remember being engaged to him, having relations with him, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So it, he's obviously connected somehow. We can't throw that out. Right. But we don't know if we can trust him yet. That's right. And he's straight up told Jane, like, no, nah, I have missions for you. So I can find out if I can trust you now. And then I can start telling you things. And yeah. she... I wrote some of this dialogue down. Mm, okay. Because at the beginning, it's get them to take your detail off of you and then meet me at this building. Okay. Okay. And then at the end of the episode, it's Kurt saying, you know, we need to talk about things. Meet me at the park near my house at mm -hmm. the exact same time. And she never kind of told him, I have another meeting or no, I'm not up to anything tonight or I just need to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, she never told him no. So he's kind of sitting at the park like, okay. Yeah. Like, where is she? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, poor Kurt. Like, that's not a good way to do things. You're going to have to see him tomorrow morning. Right. Should have just, you know, told him. You Okay. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I figure if you're going to make plans, you might as well follow up on him. Mm-hmm. So, evidently, she took four subways and three taxis to get to Oscar. I took she, she copious to... notes during this Yeah, session. she wanted to make sure nobody was tailing her. And he was. He was. And her detail was. Of course. So, I have to wonder if... I assume she lost her detail at some point. I don't know if she lost Oscar and he just went, well, I know where I'm going to meet her, so I'll just whoop. Or mm -hmm. if he never did, if she never did. Yeah. We just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, Oscar has little side missions for a little, little one-person side quests. And he made it seem like, the, in my opinion, and this is just me, that there was something, a bigger organization behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he kind of referred to it just like a tiny, tiny bit. But he was saying, well, this is what we do. And, it, you know, it's a, it's, it's a much bigger picture behind what's going on. And Obviously, we know that. And this is your yeah. plan, and there's a right. playbook, and you came up with all of this. And I'm like, on mm -hmm. one hand, okay, that makes all of the sense. And on the other hand, we have no confirmation for anything. You're mm -hmm. our only person. <laughs> like, I feel like this is a show that encourages a healthy amount of suspicion going into anything. Yeah. For a very good reason. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I kind of like it. And I, I'm always, always wary of someone trying to shore up their case with, but we're the good guys. Like, mm. oh, anyone who unequivocally believes that has. I just, I, I don't know if you've ever watched Red versus Blue, but we're the good guys for me is Project Freelancer. And Project Freelancer no. was based on war crimes and torture and bad things. So that's just kind of like, 
yeah, we're the good guys is immediate danger, Will Robinson <laughs> phrase well, there's for a, me. There's a quote they always say, if the government tell you we're the good guys, then you're doomed or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. That, yeah something it, like some, that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty, pretty accurate. We're the good guys. I immediately don't trust you. Right. Like, tell me why I should trust you and wear this. We do have uh, Philip Baker in chat. I bet Orion is the big organization in the background. Yeah. Because we haven't heard. We, man, it's been months. Not even just hiatus months, but months. episode months. Right. Since we've heard the name Orion mm-hmm. come around. Like, it came up twice and then, yeah, away it went. up eventually. Mm-hmm. So we have to wonder if Oscar works for them. We have to wonder if that's the organization is. We have to wonder if they are something completely different having to do with the SEAL team that Jane was ostensibly on because that's when we heard about it. Yeah. Was from SEAL or Marine? I think she was a a black ops. I'm not sure. One of those. I think think maybe it was Navy SEAL because she had a Navy SEAL tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it was SEAL, then her SEAL squadron. I Terminology, guys. Tonight is just not... (laughs) Her people, her military people that she was ostensibly with. That's the only time we've heard Orion from someone Mm. is from her former squad mate, partner, whatever, before he up and died. So it may not be involved with the tattooing and whatnot at all. It may be a completely separate organization, faction, person. We just don't know. It's probably one of those things where, um, you know, it's off the grid. Nobody knows about it except the people in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like deeper than the CIA, deeper than whatever, deeper, deeper, 12 levels deeper, you know. Well, you know, this is a 2,000 piece puzzle and we have two dozen pieces. Yeah. So there's no way we have anything even close to the entire story right now. Yeah, I was going to say, was that a, not an interesting scene where Jane was laying there looking like she was asleep, getting all the tattoos put on? And there were multiple people yes, doing the tattoos. That's what tripped that, me out. I was like, yeah. oh, so she, and she wasn't handcuffed that we could see. I think she might have been sedated. sedated it right? might have been after they gave her the, um, oh, yeah, the drug. They, yeah, because she would have to lay there still enough for them to do all that. Yeah, so I think she was some form of sedated. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised for that. Yeah, but, but she had a whole team of people. Yeah. And it, it's crazy. So this makes me think that it was a lot more than her and Oscar and whoever the heck it was that was tailing her for three episodes before he up and right. died. We still have, <laughs> like, that was a guy. <laughs> right, we need to see him in flashbacks now to see what, he, what his deal is. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd recognize him if he showed up in flashbacks, like, who was the... Right. Oh, yeah. 11 episodes ago, right. he was... Okay, eight episodes bearded ago. Guy, right? that, bearded, bearded guy, right? Bearded guy. Bearded Something dude. like that. <laughs> yeah, like, you, yeah. Is he her handler? Is he her bodyguard? Is he alive at the... No. No, no he's not. Mm-mm. Nope. So... He's of the two dozen pieces we have. He's the one piece that doesn't fit into anything. Right. We just have like this piece that's floating around in there. It's like a cloud. And you're mm-hmm. like, this could fit in anywhere. There's a billion clouds in this picture. Great. Right. Yep. I'm gonna wind up sticking with this puzzle metaphor for a while. And remember, really she had a she had a session with Doctor Borden. Yeah, and she wasn't telling him a dang thing. He could Mm-mm. tell that she was distracted. Yeah. But this was after Oscar had already given her the, you can't trust them. They're doing awful things. They're into whatever. They're, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yeah. Her mind was probably running a you know million miles a minute. And it's going to be really interesting to see where she goes from there. Yeah. Because we have the procedural part of the show. We have the team dynamics part of the show. 
And now we've added this third part of the show with Oscar, with telling her she can't trust them, with Oscar's little side missions. Mm -hmm. We have a third category working in here now, where we only really had two before. Right. Yeah. So That's very true. Yeah, we've only just started with that. And this uh, we're virgin into predictions territory. We'll save this for later. But after yeah. the preview for next week. Oh, it looks good. It does. It's going to be fun and interesting. Yeah. Uh, Philip says that he was in the flashback from this episode. I'm assuming we're talking about Bearded Guy being in the flashback. I don't know. Standing next to Oscar while she was getting uh, tattooed? Maybe. No, because there was another. Well, not that guy. That he a had a beard, guy? too. The older gentleman that was in the first few episodes who was kind of following her like a ghost. Yeah, he's the guy who died. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there was another guy. There was Oscar and another guy. So oh. it wasn't. I don't think it was the same guy, at least not to me. <laughs> From what I can tell. I don't know. I, it has been, been so, so long since we've... Okay. Come on, someone, people. Someone in chat or someone on Twitter, can someone please <coughs> confirm whether or not that was the same bearded guy? Yeah. Like, tweet us screenshot comparisons or something, because yeah. off the top of my head, I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> it was so, so long ago. It so was <laughs> September. Uh, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Oscar needs to sashay away. <laughs> That is a great mental image. (laughs) I know. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) See you later. I have a tree. (laughs) Right. I love that. Sashay away. (laughs) So let's get into what is essentially the meat of this episode was the uh, the larger mission. Mm Mm-hmm. Finding the circle of pie on Jane's thigh. Oh, my God. Not only does that rhyme, but it's pieces. I... I cackled when pieces of pie came up because I that bet. is my kind of joke. It is. It just, it really super is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> pieces of pie. And I'm like, God bless you, Patterson. You deserve <laughs> all of the good things and you have gotten none of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I wrote that down one. And also, yeah. let's talk real quick about uh, Zapata when she had her reg- resignation yeah. letter Before in we her get too hand. Much further, walking into yeah. Director Mayfair's office and hearing that. They found Tom's car on the bridge. The doors were open. The mm-hmm. ID was laid out in the street on the seat that it looks like a suicide, mm-hmm. but that no one really thinks it is because it's a fairly obvious frame up from someone who would ostensibly not go out that way. Right. And remember we said in the um, ending of the, la- uh, the, the, the past episode that they're going to start investigating his death. But they didn't. They started investigating David's. No, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think. Well, I think you think they're connected, like with David and Tom. I don't think they're connected because, well, you know, Tom was a big, big, you know, big part of the organization. With David, was just like a, you know, a side thing. I feel like the CIA is going to start investigating Tom's death, and yes, we'll see how that. Right. It may not integrate into our show. We we may not see that investigation unless it specifically integrates somehow yeah. into the FBI side of things. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We're getting Fisher specifically for David and for investigating classified files being taken out of the office. And right. For, you know, he's got that very specific little nut to crack. So <laughs> right. So there's that. He's not important enough to go investigate Tom. Yeah. Let's be real. None of us like Tom, but he was important. You know, almost thought that he was there 
just to sort of implement himself in in the mix of things so he can start getting to to the nitty gritty of everything start to see what they really do there what's really going on that he has some somewhat of a bigger purpose than just going after poor little Patterson I mean that's just that's I don't know to me that just seemed like almost like I don't even know the term for it where it's like you go in and you're like well I'm gonna use this as a petty yes and then I'm gonna really get the, the full picture of what's happening Honestly, I don't see that in oh, him. Oh, okay. I honestly, well, he seems like from, <laughs> from the casting, from the way he was acting, from the no, you're just looking for power drop, he seems like one of those little pencil pushers who doesn't really have power yeah. and therefore uses whatever he can get to lord it over other people. And mm. in this case, it's again using the law to make other people's lives miserable. I am the authority here because the law backs me up. Mm-hmm. Never mind that you're a sad, scared little man who no one <laughs> likes because you're a bully right. with very large backup. Right. Well, we'll find out what his deal is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, it'll be interesting to see if he winds up being more than the pencil-pushing bully. Yeah, Because right now he's a pain, but he's still kind of one-dimensional in that regard. Right. So... We'll see how that goes. Well, I was interested also in the um, procedural part of the show where the missing people were on the in, on the missing plane. That kind of freaked me out because it's like, you know, they always say these planes go missing and we're all the people, you know. I was like, ooh, <laughs> ripped from the headlines, almost, kind of, sort of. Real quick, all of Chad at this point is saying that, yeah, it's the same guy. Okay, thank you. All right, good to know. Thank you very much, you guys. Super appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, so let's let's talk about Pan Asian Flight yeah. 921. Because dang, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. I find I I'm not sure how I feel about this one. As a plot overall, <coughs> yes. This was super intriguing. I love where it went. I love how crazy it got. And I love that they tied it back to the pilot. Yeah. That it's the Dabbers on, that it's the same terrorist organization, and that Reed speaks Urdu. Yeah. Like I was not expecting that. that I is, know. I was like, really? I, I thought it was going to be Jane, because I'm telling you, we always talk about how many languages she speaks. And I thought she was going to just start. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know? And so I love that it was just, I, I love that we didn't have Jane solve everything That's this true. time around, that mm-hmm. it was Reed that speaks Urdu and that they sat to her down at the controls. She's like, I don't know how to fly this. It's not that I don't remember that I know how, it's that I literally don't know how. <laughs> right. Help. And then she's like, hey, I landed, yay. <laughs> Her reaction cracked me up. She's like, like, we're not dead. Right. We're alive. Thank you. <laughs> so I like that they, they showed that she's still very much capable, but she didn't solve all of the problems out of the recesses of her erased memory. Right. That it was other people's skills that got through that. I really like that. Yeah. I just, I'm not sure that using Pan-Asian 921 was the best way to go. Just because really? a lot of, well, a lot of what we've had, I'm trying to put together a train of thought here. It's been a really long day, you guys. It's been a super <laughs> long day. But a lot of the rip from the headlines that we've had have been just left of what the actual story was. Like, okay, we've had this drone story, and it's based on, well, obviously, we've been doing a lot of drone combat. We've been doing this. We've been doing that. Well, we have this story with this disease that they want to do. Well, okay, and say that, oh, they released SARS here, and they did this, but they kind of made it impersonal. Pan-Asian 921 was this huge, huge mystery, and it was Mm -hmm. awful for the people who had families on board. Right. 
And so instead of making up a flight uh-huh. and saying, yeah, we lost this completely <laughs> fictional whatever flight on this completely fictional airline, it was, no, it's that specific flight. We found oh, it. Yeah. And I feel like it's weird putting a fictional answer on a real life mystery. Oh, I see what you're like saying. Like that that might be inconsiderate for the people who are actually affected by it. Yeah. I don't even know if they even thought about it that deep. Clearly they didn't if they put it up there. Well, it's a very good story. Yeah. I mean, this is great. That's almost on but conspiracy level. I just worry level. about the implications of that and yeah. whether someone watching that really... I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure where... Plot-wise, acting, writing, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Emotional implications uncertain mm, okay well, all right well that's a interesting take on it that that was my uh, my, for my the take was more on a conspiracy level as i always do i'm you know i like a conspiracy good conspiracy theory if i can even say it oh yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like there's always the conspiracy like the, the big flight from malaysia that disappeared yeah. into thin air and they think that they took the plane to somewhere and took all those people off and you know so yeah there's always a level of conspiracy with this show and some of these other shows which I happen to kind of like you know but that's just my little humble opinion oh yeah <laughs> and it's again just for me it was the difference between thematically looking at the headline stuff mm-hmm. and making something that runs parallel to it yeah. and then directly taking this and going and we're gonna put an answer on it like, yeah when I heard Pan Asian I thought ooh no like oh it's that yeah oh they went there yeah and i I was like well you know it's been so long ago though so that that was just a weird line for me yeah yeah so So. that's me (laughs) (laughs) we're agreeing to disagree tonight how do you guys like that (laughs) and i guess chat does too sometimes Well, chat's talking about how Jane knows how to fly a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> she does, but helicopter controls and plane controls are not the same. Just, yeah. Just, you know, one's an apple and one's an orange. They're both fruit, but... <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody says, uh, show different controls, but I think she would have been trained in both. You know, I was thinking that, too, because if she's SEAL, she can probably do pretty much anything those people are very well trained they can fly they can drive tanks they can fly helicopters you know they may not be uh top top experts but they can get out of somewhere if they need to but i'm I'm still okay with her not having all of the skills in the bag for this one oh, again I, I, I liked being able to parse it out i liked okay. reed being the one to speak the language i liked uh, patterson yeah talking them through flying the plane like i just i thought that well, was well and zapata who knew she knew morse code yeah <laughs> who knew that i was like because you know a lot of younger people and me myself included i'm a little yeah. older than you but morse code is really like that's like back of the day day like way i feel like back. everyone knows what it is and everyone knows how to tap out sos but yeah. aside from that i feel like that's a very good thing to learn it is but not many people no, no it. uh-uh Mm-mm. some people don't even know what it is all right what chat that? that's your homework learn morse code <laughs> just never know if the grid goes down we're all screwed if you need it if you need you learn morse code <laughs> right i feel like we should do that too check back in in <laughs> april and be like have we learned it well all my notes are in morse well, code know, because i've been practicing i was gonna say a lot of uh, military people even now i think are trained in that i think yeah my husband was because he was in prior military but yeah yeah, well, that's the bare bones. If all else fails and your communications go down, that is what you have. Right. And so I'd, I'd be very surprised if a lot of military personnel aren't trained in Morse yeah, code. Yeah, and I like that she knew that. If though. they need it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they 
wind up on the Dark Isles, which is evidently in the middle of the Black Sea, and occasionally pirates stay there if the seas are too rough, but really... There's not enough illegal activity for anyone to really care about it. Mm -hmm. So an agent from Turkey meets them there, takes them to the aisles. They find the plane in the warehouse, and lo and behold, there's the Dabrazan. Mm-hmm. who shoot the Turkish agent. Like, I wrote down his name, and 30 seconds later, they shot him. And I was Aww. like, well, what was the point of that? Right. <laughs> I learned your name and everything. Bar- I know. Barat. Barat. Oh, okay. Barat. His, his name was Barat. You know, rest in peace. I will I remember know. you. All that fun stuff. He was very nice. <laughs> he was very nice. That poor man. He was just doing his job. Yeah. So he's super dead. Yeah. And they... They capture them. They destroy their satellite phones. They drag them off to be tortured. Who else knows you're here? Do you know about the plan? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. With a cattle prod. Ooh. Like, yikes. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that hurt. I said, I went, I and, I were, and I wrote down, ouch. <laughs> ouch. I wrote, okay, interrogation. Great. God damn it. <laughs> like, those are my notes. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I like that we got subtitles for the important bits. Yeah. Or more like subtitles for the bits that Reed understood. <laughs> so we could kind of follow along. Right. As if we wouldn't know what that was. <laughs> and I feel like we haven't seen much torture on this show. We got it no. fairly early on. And then we got a last episode and this episode. So mm. I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of intrigued that we seem to have turned a corner on that mm-hmm. one. Yep. I agree. And the uh, Dabrazan take them to the barracks, where it turns out they are keeping all of the rest of the passengers. Like, how? what are the logistics for that? How do oh. you have enough supplies? Yeah. Because they have to keep them as a labor force, because they have them building stuff. So you can't just kind of let them die out and say, forget it. Oh, you mean the people that are in there? Yeah. I the was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering. Um, excuse me. I got a cough, but. <laughs> Go for it. Pardon me. I was wondering, had that not been a recent uh, capture? Because those people look, they look like they've been there just maybe a week or so, maybe not that quite that long. They didn't look emaciated. They didn't look starved. But this is also Hollywood extras. This is true. Mind you. So we we can't be like, you're an extra. You're going to be on screen for, you're only going to shoot for like three four hours, but we need you to look really emaciated. Can you? Well, no, they, well, they do. They'll, they'll say they want skinny people. You know, they'll say they want to, you know, but gaunt people or very thin people, things like that. But I was just thinking that that had probably been a recent, um, sort of recent event. That they hadn't been there for like years or anything. But if you assume that this is taking place, because Pan-Asian 921 happened a while ago. Yeah. Like, couple couple years. Yeah. And if you assume that the show is taking place in present day... Oh. Which I'm I'm not entirely certain if it is, but right. I have no reason to assume it's not given okay. the given the level of technology and what we see. Hmm. They've still been there a few years. Really? You think? Yeah. What do you think, Chet? I don't know. I'd say that was a recent kind of thing, but that's just my opinion again. Well, and that's a long running operation, and you have to have people there building however many of the microsatellites they need, oh, and these yeah. are. For the most part, people who are not skilled in that sort of building. So not only do you need to kidnap, evidently her name's Susan Albright. She mm-hmm. and her coworkers were aerospace engineers aerospace. that were on the flight coming back mm-hmm. from a conference. That's why I got brought down. So, yeah. you know, she feels massively guilty about everything because they're here because of me and my microsatellite and they technology. killed her poor husband. So you would need to 
kidnap the person or people that you need for this. Uh, convince them mm-hmm. to give you the specifications, yeah. etc. Set up an assembly line or a workshop. Gather the supplies that people would need to build them and get the people who are not skilled in this sort of mm. thing get them trained on how to build them have them do it right etc like this is this isn't something you can accomplish in a couple of months Hmm, especially since there were escape attempts she dragged her feet at first like this isn't something that can be a very recent thing so saying that it's pan-asian 921 is also saying this happened then we're only just finding them now ah so there's a lot there's there's I imagine there's a lot of planning going into this mm-hmm. operation yeah. and that it's a very very long term one. Yeah. That's an interesting theory. It well, is. what's yours? Uh, that was mine. <laughs> I told you it was like I thought I thought they had been there I didn't think they had been there that long but, you know, that's just my take on it. So, what what is chat saying here? That they were being kept healthy so they could work. Yeah. Which, you know, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's, that was an island where, you know, nobody's policing, so. Yeah, and it's finicky little work. There's got to be, like, welding involved. Well, they said 3D printers made them easy to make, but they also mm-hmm. said there's an assembly line and they make us make them, so. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, the whole plan with that is get them up to 60,000 feet, launch them with the use of a Pegasus missile, and that they are going to use the tiny little microsatellites, which are just basically small cube satellites, uh-huh. to take out all of the U.S. military satellites. Yikes. To wipe out the GPS, which would basically leave everyone running blind, no uh-huh. eyes in the sky. That's that, that's fairly rough. That is, uh, mm-hmm. and that's an understatement. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Weller and Jane crawl into the wheel wheel of the plane. <laughs> you know, I've never quite figured out if that's possible. I, I feel like that, that that's something that Snopes has covered, whether or not you can actually get into the passenger areas of a plane up mm-hmm. through the wheel well. Yeah. Like, I've never figured out if that's a Hollywood conceit or if that's doable. <laughs> Again, we, we, we leave it to chat. Right. Chat, have, uh, does Snopes have anything to say about it? I feel I like Snopes know. would know. Yeah, probably. But, you know, like you said, this is Hollywood. They have a way of crawling of in there, opening a trap door and going in there. <laughs> Squeezing in the little thing up there. Yeah, well, the sure, engine stuff is. Can totally fit Weller up in there. That's great. Yeah, that's great. We're going to do that. Yeah, he's only six foot one, six two. Sure. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that's they also managed to get the I thought for sure the police officer was going that Mike the police officer, I was so sure he was gonna die. Yeah. Like, wow. Because they needed a source for the satellite phone that they put together. They need a power source. No, the cattle prod has a battery. All right, let's go get the cattle prod. And then yeah. he winds up making himself a distraction. So Kurt makes himself a distraction so Mike can get away and get the battery back. And they just managed to get out a Morse code message to Patterson saying, you know, FBI, SOS, look, we've been captured. Also, we found Pan, we found Pan Am 921. Hmm. So that is a thing. Yeah. Just barely managed to get that out. And then the Dabrazan had a setup for one of those... The execution videos that, unfortunately, we have seen more than one of in mm-hmm. the media with the right. sit down, read the thing, now we're going to kill you on video. Tried and true methods. Yeah. Yeah, I can't make light of that one. Mm-mm. Nope. Jane, luckily, Jane got out of that and she handled it. 
honestly, that was an interesting way to do the zip ties. Whoever did that was just not good at their jobs. <laughs> yeah. Because there's definitely ways to break zip ties when you are tied together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was just like, you left it loose enough that she could wiggle out. You are so, so bad at your job. Yeah. What did Jessica say? She says, I thought the guy's remark, did you know we were here, uh, what is amazing. Did you know over here? His tone made it sound recent, but they'd been missing. So ah. it's basically a whole lot of we uh, we still don't know. There was a Malaysian flight that went missing in March of 2014. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's true too. We, yeah, so yeah. I had all kinds of stuff going on in this episode. And what I love how I love how they interweaved Patterson's story with this at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. With no, you can't suspend her. We literally need her right now. Yeah. And it wound up being her extremely specific set of skills That's that it. saved the day. Yeah. Yep. And I just, I adored Fisher watching her work because mm-hmm. he can do this, he, she can do this, she can contact the plane, she can figure out the angle of their descent, she can talk them through turning off the engines, like she's got all these ideas, yeah. and then uh, figuring out whether or not they'll be able to glide back down safely. It's like, I did the math, and I'm going, where? How? Right. In my head, where math is done. Please don't interrupt. It's just like, <laughs> bless you. And you are my was, favorite. And basically, she was telling them to beat it, to screw off. That's I think she, she was just kind of in hyper-focused work mode, mm-hmm. and that she probably wouldn't have said anything like that had it been a normal conversation. Right. Yeah. But, you know, a normal conversational Patterson and hyper-focused work mode, their lives depend on me right now, Patterson. It's mm-hmm. like it's like flipping the switch. Yeah. Two very different people. Yeah, I like her in hyper-work mode. Oh, yeah, hyper-focused work mode, Patterson. is mm-hmm. just like... People get things done. She's getting stuff and done. It's glorious. Let's say getting her done. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they managed to bring the plane down safely, mm-hmm. and you know, I think they've killed most of the terrorists. Yeah. I love all of the passengers. Like they armed the passengers and said, "Shoot anyone that isn't us." And then five minutes later, the passengers all came running out with their guns <laughs> to take out the terrorists. Like we are so tired of being stuck here. Oh <laughs> right. my god. Right. And if you guys don't win surprise <laughs> they're gonna murder us all <laughs> they're gonna kill everybody <laughs> so at that point it's just like you know what you know what we're gonna do it let's do it <laughs> right that's true this so, was a good episode yeah. i like it, the pacing it was, of it oh I like the yeah. pacing of it i like the storyline now if they continue to go this route with the rest of the shows it's gonna be a good season and again, we we have three parts to it now instead of just mm-hmm. the two yeah. because we have the procedural, yeah, and we have as far as team dynamics go, our overarching thing looks like it's going to be Fisher and uh, Mayfair sticking her neck out for her agents because yeah. Fisher said, "Where where is it? Well, there it is, the beginning of your end." Ah, because yeah, I said that. Mayfair told him that he could stick it where the sun doesn't shine mm-hmm. because. They need Patterson there. They need her skills. They need her specific abilities. And mm-hmm. putting her on indefinite suspension, it's just like, well, you've crippled the team. Congratulations. Hush. Right. Yeah. So there's going to be that. There's going to be um, Jane and Kurt's relationship. Mm-hmm. And then our third part is going to be Oscar. Oscar, Oscar yeah. the grouch. Oscar <laughs> the tree. Yeah. Oscar the tree. Yeah. So I don't think I have any news and <coughs> gossip. Mm-mm, I don't either. I will say watching Jamie Alexander live tweet episodes is a treat because at one point she screen capped the plane itself and said, watch out for snakes. Yeah. 
snakes on a plane. Oh. <laughs> and I just... I didn't see that. Like, bless you, you're beautiful. Oh, you know what? I did see her. I don't know if this follows the news and gossip, but she... Maybe so. Because she was on the cover of recent... Eh, uh, 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 Shape magazine. Looking oh. fabulous, oh, I must yeah. say. I almost bought it. I was like, oh, and of course, I probably need to buy it. But <laughs> I, you know, didn't have any cash. And I was like, oh, she looks great. She had on high heels and she was dressed up. I'm like, now that's how Jane should look. But I was like, wait, they got to separate the characters. I understand that. But she looked great. Wear some color. And she had on color. She had on blue and she was all jazzed up and she looked great. Yes. Yeah. So I think we can probably swing into predictions yep. at this point. We are uh, definitely <sighs> hitting the last bit of our show. Yeah. Here we go. I love the light show. I will mm-hmm. always love the light show. Yeah, so we had a trailer at the end that looks fun and interesting. They yeah. found someone who doesn't remember the last year and a half of their life. Mm-hmm. Traces of the same drug found in Jane to use to wipe her memory were found in him. And then the text they used was, if Jane was the prototype, meet the new model. Oh. With Patterson calling him one of the most dangerous guys in the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm intrigued. I am. I like that. It's almost a little Jason Bourne-ish with the whole Bourne program and how they, you know. Well, and if they're playing it straight and that they are going, yeah, same thing happened to this guy as Jane. He's right. part of the plan, whatever. Then that definitely overlaps our procedural and our Oscar components. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I am not a lot of information to be gotten right. from that trailer, but yeah. I am intrigued. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing the next episode. It looks uh, very interesting. Do you have any predictions as to where we're going from here long term? I don't know. You know, I was thinking about this earlier as I was watching it, kind of. And I was thinking that maybe Jane and uh, Weller are going to get together. And it's good that they get together uh, earlier than later in the episodes as opposed to, you know, five seasons later they're together. If they're going to get together, let's get together. If they're not, don't. don't. But I kind of think they're, you know, there's going to be some dynamic there. Well, and I'm okay with it going either way. Yeah, me again, too. That's what I mean. She doesn't really have all her memories. Yeah. We did get, I, I watched it on Hulu, and evidently it's sponsored by American Express or someone. Okay. So there weren't any commercials mm-hmm. on Hulu, which is crazy. But at one point, we had a two-minute video that where they were talking with the executive producer. Yes, I saw that. You saw that? Mm-hmm. I did. And her talking about how Jane's soul is the same, right. whereas the producer saying, uh, pre-tattoos and post-tattoos, Jane are two very different people. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes into play. Yeah, I don't really have much uh, predictions going on. Yeah, with our little two dozen pieces of the puzzle, it's kind of hard to put anything I together. Know. we got to see a few, uh, ne- the next episode to, to pull it all together. <laughs> yes. So before we go, iTunes. Guys, we love you very much. You know that. You know that's that's why we ask you questions, chat, because we know you have Google at your fingertips and you're willing to help. Seriously, we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching and so much for listening. If you want to help us out, if you want to keep our fun little after show on the air along with Blindspot, the best thing you can do to help us out is go to iTunes, find the podcast, uh, After Buzz TV Blindspot, uh, rate us five stars, subscribe, and drop us a little review to say, hey, we really like these people talking about Blindspot. We want more of these people talking about Blindspot. Because believe it or not, producers, showrunners, etc. do look at podcasts pertaining to their show 
And reviews like that might help us get some guests on as well. Mm-hmm. It's ev- everything helps, you guys. Everything helps. Oh, I would love to get guests. Oh my God, tell me about it. Any of them can are very welcome to come on. Come on, people, come on. Any and all of them. <laughs> all obviously, of them. there is space at the table. Yeah. <laughs> right, we have enough room for everybody. <laughs> yes, group hug. So yeah, go on to iTunes, rate, subscribe, uh, subscribe on YouTube, do all of the fun stuff, and mm-hmm. if you leave iTunes reviews, we will give you a shout out on the show. I honestly don't remember the date of our last episode because it was so long ago, so I don't know if the reviews that we have there are new. I will do some homework and then figure it out. But in the meantime, if you leave a review before next week, get it read on the air because we adore you guys. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts? I do not. Just excited about the next episode. Me too. That's it. So where can the people find you? I am at StephanieG3360 on Instagram and Twitter and StephanieGarrett3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiajet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on so many of the after shows. Star Wars Rebels is on Wednesdays. Um, Transformers, Robots in the Sky- Robots in Disguise. I can do words, you guys. <laughs> is ba- It's back on Sunday nights. We are having a blast. And Arrow is doing its weird little spring break hiatus thing, but it will be back on Wednesdays at the end of the month. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.